I got Dylan works for me, right? I can yeah. talk to him blue in my face, and he'll look at me like I'm stupid. Shut up, right? But Ron, the consultant, tells him the same damn thing, and he'll be like, you know, man, we need to do this. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Oh, hey, what's happening, Fence Lifers? Guys, we got a wonderful show for you tonight. Sorry we're a little late, but uh, me and the guests, we got to chatting, man. And uh, I was like, holy crap, we got to get this thing on the road, man. So anyway, guys, let me tell you what we got going on. I'm excited about tonight's guest. It's going to be Season 6, Episode 3. Hiring the right consultant is the difference between your business winning or failing. Guys, this is important information. You got to have your stuff together. You got to make sure if you're going to hire a consultant, you're doing your homework. Uh, I think Josh Glover made the statement of a decade um, of, of the century. He said, hey, if you're going to go ahead and hire a consultant, ask them to see their personal financials first and then say, OK, I'll hire that guy. That's a that's a that's a whole mouthful. But anyway, guys, we're using StreamYard. So before leaving a comment, please go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook and uh, allow yard, yard stream permission to show your name with your comment so we can see who's commenting. All right, guys. And, you know, you heard the intro. We're everywhere. We're not going to go through that. We've been doing that for months and months. You know where we're at. And uh, guys, don't forget the My Fence Life show is the only place where you can get an expert standing seal, pre-standing machine finance. You can finance it through Fence King. Give us a shout. Go to myfencelife.com. There's a little button there that says, Ask Dan. Go ahead, ask me, and I will handle up and get you financed, okay? About 60 bucks a month, that's shipping and everything. And uh, don't forget, guys, we're giving away the, the big black hammer. We're giving away the BBH next week. This is insane. I'm excited. Uh, we are picking the winner Saturday. So we'll have that information for you Wednesday when we open up the uh, doors of Fence Tech. And uh, guys, don't forget, we're also giving away 150 black donuts for your no-dig vinyl installs. So uh, if you want to win the Fencer's Dozen, I think next week is the last week. But we'll get those delivered to you. Go to MyFenceLife.com. Click on the uh, pink donut with the sprinkles. And uh, you'll be good to go, man. We'll get them out to you. And uh, last week, we didn't have a winner. I totally forgot, man. I got to talking to Michael Reed and this and that. Before you know it, the show was over, and I forgot to uh, announce the winner. So before we do that, we're going to tell you about our, our guest, about our, our guy tonight. I'm excited to have him on here. This guy's been a fence industry professional for over 47 years, and he's got experience as a contractor, a supplier, and a manufacturer. It might sound a little familiar. He was on the show not too long ago. 
He's run companies. He's owned companies. And most recently, he served as the executive director of the American Fence Association, which, by the way, he couldn't get away, man. They reeled him back in, and they got him back into uh, the AFA doing some stuff. Uh, he retired in March of 2022, but he decided, man, I can't. I can't just ride my motorcycle and fly my airplane around. I got to do something else. So he launched a TFGC, the Thornton Fence Consulting Group. And if you want to hear all of his cons- uh, his credentials, head on over to Season 5, Episode 22. Uh, it's called Get the Deets on Tony Thornton's Business Conference 2023 in Monkey Island. It's got all these guys' credentials. They're too long. I don't even want to talk about them and say them all. So before we uh, get any further, we're going to bring our guy on. And I don't know what's going on with my thing over here. Let's go ahead and get this cat on. All right, fence lifers. Get ready for your shut it. Badass hinge guest brought to you by D&D Technology. Creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D&D. Dude, that thing doesn't get old. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Man, those guys at D&D, I just love them to death, man. Love them They're to great death. They're great people. Yep. So, man, uh, guys, Tony Thornton, the, uh, he is uh, the uh, Richard Petty of fencing, we call him. Oh, uh, Cannon Johnson came up with that uh, about a year or so ago, man. And, and yeah. I loved it, so I kept it going. Um, so, Richard Petty of fencing, you're going to be a fence tech next week? You know it, my friend. You know it, my friend. We're <laughs> headed over to Saturday to visit family in Mississippi, and then we're going to just truck our way right on up to Nashville on Sunday and be there t- till the end of the week. Uh, they they put me to work this this uh this fence tech. <laughs> yeah, I uh man, I've been kind of I've been laying low. I've got um Peppers over here. She's supposed to go right, and uh mm-hmm. she's been she got COVID this week. So oh, wow. she's falling behind at work and all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to drive up. I've been drinking like emergencies every day, you know, mm-hmm. stay away from me, woman, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um, so anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to drive up Sunday and I think she's going to fly in Wednesday night. She's going to take Thursday yeah. and Friday off. We were supposed to spend the whole week, but she'll get Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're coming back Sunday of next week, man. We'll be gone a whole, yeah. whole freaking week, yeah. man. So, um, and then right after that, I'm home for a week and we go to Expert Stain and Seals Free Standing University. You can't beat that. Awesome. Man. Who, yeah. doesn't, who doesn't love a free standing university? If you haven't yeah, been, you got to go. Yeah. So, uh, man, we got some people in the comments. You know how to read the comments on this thing, huh, uh, uh, Tony? Uh, don't forget the dude can fly and he's a real fly guy. Yeah. <laughs> man, you've been flying your plane oh, lately? Uh, just last week. Yep. Before I had a. Had a lot of consult now this week, but uh, last week got a little bit of time in it. That's for sure. Nice. And uh, Nathan Downs, Tony, this guy. I was talking to Nathan today on the way home. He's like, who's going to be on the show tonight? And I'm like, wait, you think you special, man? You get to know things that nobody else gets to know? <laughs> ah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, what do you call it? Uh, let's get down to it, man. Um, I want to go ahead and announce the uh, winner of the Fencers Dozen. So I think the last time we did it was Chris Steele. So this week, the winner of the Fencer's Dozen, the donuts for installing vinyl on your your driven post system is 
my good old buddy Josh Rand of Aloha Fence out of, I guess it's Heber City, Utah. Is that how you say it? Heber? Huber? Yeah, Aloha in Utah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do we'll just say it. that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Josh, we got you 150 black donuts coming to you, man. These things have been used by MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. Those guys, we're gonna. That's where I'm gonna buy them from, and um, they've been proven for 20 years, man. So you can go ahead, throw them blue donuts away, brother. We got some black ones coming to you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Tony, man. I want to talk consulting, man. I want to talk, um, I want to talk, uh, you know, how important it is to your business because I sit back and I look at my, my numbers from this year and I'm like, man, I cannot believe that I waited so long to get a consultant, a coach or whatever, whatever words you want to use, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You and I, the reason why we laid is we got to talking. I'm like, wait a second. The camera's not <laughs> yeah, we running. Did. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, we got to get the camera yeah. running, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so anyway, you you said something. You read it to me off of your, uh, your phone. And yeah. it was pretty profound. You want to read that now? You want to dive into that now, man? You know, am I, putting I think a we cart before the horse. No, no, no. We can we can jump right in here. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Um, um, what I'm what I want everybody to understand is that you know when you're searching for a consultant or a coach, whatever term you want to use, um, you need to do your research. You need to do your research on who these individuals are, where they've been, what they've done, and what they're promoting and what they're teaching and training. Okay. Now, if you looked up Google, which I, this is what I read to you earlier, okay, you know, a consultant will analyze the data of your company, they will evaluate what's going on, and they will decide what needs to be done, okay, to help that company become more efficient and more profitable. That's what Thorn Fence Consulting Group is all about, okay? Now, we hope to help you improve as a person. You know, I say it all the time. Hopefully, we can provide you you know, opportunities to be, you know, uh, improve you personally and professionally. You know, a coach, a coach is more like a football coach or someone that is supporting you in a manner that is uh, facilitating and nurturing, nurturing growth as an individual, more personally. But, you know, there's a lot of folks that need that personal coaching uh, to be a better manager, to be a better owner, you know, so – I think there's a very distinct difference in, you know, the terms, uh, especially what you're looking for. I try to be more of a consultant with the support of a coach because we call every 30 to 60 days, you know, and do follow-ups. But uh, I think that's pretty profound in the fact that, you know, if what you're looking for, you really have to do your research to make sure you get the right person. Yeah, I think it's very important. Um, I made a conscious decision that mm-hmm. when I got a coach, I didn't want anybody in the fence business. Um, and you know, I think that was a decision for me. And the reason why I made that decision is, is I've been doing it so long, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't need someone to come in and teach me the ABCs. I needed someone to come in and teach me the X, Y, Z's, you know, you see what I mean? So I think, I think every, every business has a different guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I see a lot of these, uh, you know, entry guys, they're coming in and they haven't been building fence long and they get wowed yeah. by 
this or that. Or you get mm -hmm. guys that have been in business and they're like, hey, man, I, I can do that. I got that down pat. I'm successful, but I'm just, for some reason, I'm stuck in a rut. I got to get somebody in here to help me grow yeah. or show me. So I think there's levels to that, you know? And I do. I agree with you 100% on that. I don't know if every uh, consultant or coach out there today in the fence industry if if we have one for every level, you know, I don't I don't know yet. I, I haven't really, yeah. you know, I'm I'm kind of thinking this through as I'm talking, you know, yeah. Tony. Um, but I picked Ron the consultant because he had nothing to do with the fence industry. Yeah. He he had multi million dollar business that he sold. He had a, a I said this on the last show a string of uh, pool stores up the East Coast, and now he's got spa stores all that, that he sold that. Now he's got spot like seventy five spa stores. Mm -hmm. Then he went in and put golf carts in them all. Started another company. Split his overhead in half. Right. Perfect. Now he's bringing in RVs. Who who orders three hundred? You know. Half million dollar RVs at once to put three at each store. Somebody just made it, right? Somebody just made it. You know, yeah. I'll probably never reach this guy. But what I like about him is, is he consults with me as a fence company. He's got a cleaners. He um, he's got interest in the spa company and the golf yeah. cart company, and now the RV company. And he also consults with that. That's how. I, I think that's part of his deal. I'll come in as a consultant. You give me part of this, right? Boom, boom, boom. And um, and he's uh, he he's got a pulse on the economy and on things that are happening in all these different industries. So he'll tell me. He'll say, "Hey, Dan, I see this happening over here with the cleaners, mm -hmm. but I see yeah. this happening with the spa. I think we need to prepare for this." Yes. And yeah. he's really, he, um, he's re he, I just, I like that feel. He's well, got, he's bring, he's, he's bringing to you different perspectives of different parts of the business, the entrepreneur, uh, you know, atmosphere, um, that's going to be important to help you. Okay. I'm, I'm going to agree with you, you know, at a certain point in a career, you know, you've been there, you've done it. And now you just need somebody to step on your toes and just get you in shape on, Maybe it's your financials. Maybe it's the way you're doing things, you know, internally, whatever that may be. So I agree with you 100 percent. And when you were talking about it, I was thinking about some of the consults that I've done lately that are 50, 60 year old companies. But you know what it is? It's the second generation or the third generation kids coming in, ah. taking over. OK, so now this company's been in business for 60 something years. But all of a sudden I'm doing a consult for all the children and son-in-laws in order to help them better understand what their father or father-in-law, you know, didn't give them. So well, I think you're spot on. I think you know, you know what on. it is too. I got Dylan works for me, right? I can yeah. talk to him blue in my face and he'll look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> shut up. Right. But Ron, the consultant tells him the same damn thing. And he'll be like, you know, man, we need to do this. And I'm like, it's, it's so funny. You said that I did a consult this, this week uh, up in Boston. And, um, you know, the owner and I had a, had a very nice set down on Monday, had a conversation about what we were trying to do. It was just a one day consult. It was on consultative sales and how to build procedures into your sales process. Long story short, he was telling them everything that I was, you know, but those guys were standing on their toes, you know, listening to me saying, wow, okay, they've been telling us the right thing. Now this 47 year, you know, guy that's been in here doing it and preaching it, you know, I, I get it. You know, and maybe uh, it was just a different 
a way that I approached it or, you know, the way that I delivered it. But uh, to your point, you know, it, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, it, it was, it's the best thing that ever happened to me, man. You know, and uh, I just dropped a show this morning with um, Caleb Roth. And you know what he said? He said, was it when, when you first went to go talk to him, was it expensive? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he said, did it hurt? And I was like, yeah. He goes, now, how long you been doing it? I've had him about a year and a half, I guess. I think it there is. There you go. Um, he said, is it expensive now? I'm like, hell no. And I hope he's not listening. Cause, uh, I probably pay him more, <laughs> you know, yeah. no, you, you saw the benefit. You saw, you saw the return on your investment ROI, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're looking for. And yeah, it's going to hurt up front. I don't want to spend that eight, 10, $20,000, whatever it's going to be. But if I spend it, I'm usually going to gain it back pretty quickly. And yeah. I'm going to be better positioned in the long run, you know, just by having somebody else uh, to talk to and, and bring other ideas and concepts like what this coach that you have, uh, this consultant that you have, you know, again, he's bringing all this other entrepreneur stuff to you. Uh, but yet it could be aligning you to be a better operator, a better owner, a better company. Yeah. Um, you know, he had me doing stuff. He, he, uh, we built this spreadsheet. He was like, you need a spreadsheet that does this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I shared it with him. He's like, all right, that looks good, but you need to add this. You need to do this. We need yep. to see this number. We need to see how this works and how this is going. Mm-hmm. And um, we've even got it down to where our, our marketing budget, we plug it in for each, you know, Facebook, yeah. Google, all this. Yeah. So we can compare and say, hey, we're doing, you know, what is our dollar spend to our, you know, you know, what is our percentage? Mm-hmm. If we're yeah. at five percent, we're at eight percent of, mm-hmm. of marketing for for our sales, and then it's a pivot table for the whole year, and then we can look at the whole year. So anyway, I'm doing this, and I'm like, man, I, I got to do this crap. Well, now it's like second nature to me. Yes. Well. Yes. But but so but this what is you where did, what you did, Dan. You know, it, you just took one more step of 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 running your business. You know, not you know working on your business, not in your business. Okay. I mean, you're not out there digging holes. You're not selling fence. I mean, you're doing those, but you know what I'm saying? It's not what you've done is take the business aspect of what you're responsible for. And you've elevated your knowledge to be a better business owner. And that's what that consultant provided you. Okay. He motivated you. He provided you information to say, man, let me challenge you. He's probably calling you every 30 days saying, okay, where are we on this? And why haven't you done it yet? Holding you accountable. And that's what a consultant does. Oh yeah, man! I'll get a text message. What's this? Uh, what's this? Thirty-six percent GP on that job? Why is that? Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, oh well, this happened or that happened, you know. Um, and you know, I didn't realize I wasn't charging enough for change orders. Uh man, you know, I w- I'm, I'm looking at it, and you know, say, uh, well, let's just use an even number. I'm at fifty percent margin, right? Mm-hmm. A, a mm-hmm. margin of 15, right? Yeah. I mean, 50, I'm sorry. A margin of 50. Let's just, use, <laughs> let's just use an, e- let's just use an e- easy number, 50, right? He's like, you, I ought to see change orders at 60. Mm-hmm. You're you know? already in. And I was you like, get a little more. Man, you know, here I am thinking, oh, it's a change order. You know, I do my regular margin or we're already there. We don't have to do that much. And that's where the 36 came in. He's like, you should have almost made double on his change order. But by having him in my business like that and in my spreadsheets, it was, it it worked, it worked out. Right. So now if I see a change order pop up there, I'm like, 
uh, hey, such and such needs a change order. I'm like, well, what was the margin on that job? All right, you better make sure it's this. That's right. You know, that's right. So he built, I built these sheets, right? I got this guy, builds these sheets for me. We get them right. I mean, they're just humming, you know, like a fine tuned piece Mm -hmm. of machinery. And then I get a call right before the first of the year that I got to get out of my yard. I got to move. I'm like, oh shit. He's like, not a big deal. We've been tracking everything by city and and, uh, zip code. So I went ahead and took a a screenshot of Google earth highlight. I took and um, took the, uh, Mm -hmm. the liquid paper thing, you know, yeah. Marked yeah. out the cities and then wrote the numbers of jobs that we did there. Then wrote next to those my average ticket item, my average margin, figured out where my work is, <laughs> looked at it for the last three years. And he's like, you know what? We need to move your yard from Mandeville. We need to move it 20 miles west because all the business is going this way. And then that's going to put you center of Denham Springs and Slidell because I'm, I'm I'm growing. I'm moving another mm-hmm. another. uh 40 miles or whatever the hell it is. You so, probably hear him say these all the time. You know, it's the data and analytics that you were able to gather from that in order to make that decision. And you made a very positive business decision, again, based on the data, based on the analytics that you were able to gather because he had coached you into keeping that. It's just like when you keep up with the analytics on your website, how many days and how many clicks and all those things, it helps you run your business. So, yeah, I uh, and, and I commend you for saying, hey, I don't need a fence guy telling me how to do do what I do. I need somebody else with another perspective. And, uh, you know, that, that that's perfect scenario. Yeah, man. So the spreadsheet that I hated in the beginning, it is now helping me decide where I'm going to buy property. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's it's things like that, man. You know, I see we got some people in the comments. Uh, Jesse Lloyd said I got my DJI mic and uh, – tripod you showed me in texas man so yeah uh looks like josh was talking about donuts uh so uh let's see benji billy grows in here what's going on man he's saying what's up tony <laughs> yeah mark, billy last week <laughs> mark cobb what's up guys man those guys i got my freaking signs and i'm so happy with these signs man they're reflective yeah. i should have yeah. started using those guys a long time ago Shameless plug for these guys. If you call uh, J.C. Gurry and you're a first-time uh, buyer, you'll get 5% off just by mentioning you heard it here on the uh, on the My Fence Life show. Um, did you get a chance to read that other comment, Tony? I did from Jeff. Yep, Jeff's got a perspective there. I read the other one from uh, Josh as well. But uh, from Jeff's perspective, you know, um, I think there's a lot of folks, you know, think along that line. Um, you know, I'm not in the fence contracting business okay i don't compete with you or anybody else you know as 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 far as that goes so having an outside perspective from somebody that's been there that's done it and been in every aspect of it and knows who to call in the fact that if we don't have the answer we can get the answer that's what thorn fence consulting group is bringing to the table it's tony you know my knowledge my experience my relationships and, um, you know, again, being in every aspect of it, it really brings a lot to the table. So, um, you know, I, I certainly. Uh, yeah, he said he's advocating. What he's he's advocating. There, there he popped up. I'm advocating for you. See, commented about Yeah, I didn't read it all the way down, Jeff. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> spot on. You know, um, again, I mean, and, and what, what, what I get a kick out of uh, is being brutally honest and being completely transparent with my clients. Okay, you're paying me to tell you 
that you may want to consider this. And I tell everybody, all I can do is make a recommendation. All I can do is make a suggestion. I'm going to put it on paper. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire, but I'm not going to show back up with a piece of two or three A's pipe and beat you over the head with it, right? I'm not going to, I can't make you do anything you don't want to do. So out of the consults, you know, you take what will benefit you. And usually what we'll do is we'll put a plan together. We're going to take this step. We're going to get it to here. We're going to take this step. We're going to get it to here. I mean, I got a client that started out with me over a year ago that was only doing 250000 a year. Wow. The dude is knocking it out of the park now. Okay. So going back to what you said earlier, do you think that it hurt him to pay me to come in and do that first consult? Hell yeah. You know it did, you know? Yeah, it did. But, but now, you know, he's ripping the benefit because we put procedures in place. We set up his SOPs. We set up his, you know, his, his personnel and, and, and made them understand what they're needed to do, you know, set the expectations to hold the accountable accountability. It, 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 and he's, again, he's knocking it out of the park and he's part time at what he's doing. So really? this guy's pushing probably closer to a million now. And that's just a year of time, but it's all about the procedures of workflow and the, and the right mentality. Nice. So, Hey man, what do you think about 2024 and all the stuff we hear about the economy? You know, we hear these guys say, Oh, don't listen to the economy. I, I'm, I'm completely different with that. I listen because my, uh, homeowners and my customers or my clients, whatever word you want to use, mm-hmm. they're listening. Mm-hmm. So I need to know what they're hearing. You know, you do. Um, you do. Wh- what do you think about 2024? I know it's an election year and historically an election year is always a bad year or not, not a bad, just, we don't grow. It's, we struggle. It, it's a fight, you know? All right. So let me ask you this question. When you said we, did Fence King not grow during an election year? Did Fence King not yeah, have I mean, Fence King. to do things? I'm, okay. So I made this comment to yesterday on my consult. Okay. I don't care what's going on in 2024. I am going to keep up with it. I need to know. And I've got people and friends, you know, in my circle that says, hey, Tony, this is what's going on. We're seeing price increases in pipe already, which is going to affect, you know, uh, our industry considerably going into the first of the year here. Uh, we're seeing some other things happening. I saw some uh, gate operator manufacturers having some price increases just this morning, you know, that, that was posted out there. Uh, we need to be aware of these. We need to know what's going on. But when you see steel market changing and you see interest rates changing, but with this inflation that we have going on, you know, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a hip shoot, but you better know what's happening. And hopefully, and I, I preach this to all of my clients, position yourself as if something bad is going to happen. Okay. Then you're ready, right? You can pull back, you know, you can reinvest, whatever it takes, but don't just keep doing what you're doing and not putting money back for when, if impossibly it happens. And then you're, then you're setting yourself up for some, you know, some, some possible challenges. I mean, I remember, I remember back in 2008 and those years when, you know, we saw all those things going on and I mean, Dude, you know, I went through that. I went through it. Yeah. We were positioned to keep our business running, but we had to tighten up our belts, right? Uh-huh. So, well, that's where a good consultant coach comes in because I've had those conversations with uh, Ron, the consultant, and he's like, "Hey, look, man, yeah. we got we got to look at this. We got to look at that. That's why we've been tracking yeah. this. So let's keep an eye on this, you know, and and yeah. stuff that I don't know." He's like, "Hey, you know, you see that happening over there?" He goes, "You got that might not be a big deal to you, but that's a big deal. That can catch up and come bite your ass real quick." Yes, yes. And, and, and I'll share this to you again. You know, I use this quite often. You know, 
Tony has the connections. Tony has the ability to pick up the phone and say, hey, what's going on with these steel prices? And why are we seeing such an impact? You know, why don't we have enough rising, you know, to put in our in our in our, uh, you know, vinyl and when we're manufacturing what's going on behind the scenes? And I'm fortunate to have the relationships with the right people to where typically I can get the answers. And that gives me a better picture to be able to share with my, you know, uh, clients. Uh, that we're working with. But of course, somebody called me up and says, hey, Tony, what do you think about this? I'm going to share that with you. But, you know, I work very diligently for my clients to make sure that they're they're spot on and they're ready to position because it could happen. You know, we all waited on 2023, something to happen, right? That recession or whatever was going to happen. Did we see a little bit of it? Eh, okay, some places, depending on what market you were in. But going into 2024, I was talking to somebody in Boston this week. Tom, we're expecting it to happen. Okay, I can expect it to happen too, but I better be positioned that if it right. does happen, it's not going to affect me. So that's, and that's the attitude you have to take. That's that's where I'm at. Um, I'm mm-hmm. expecting something, but I'm pre- I've been preparing for it. Well, it's like when we got a hurricane come, man. I know it's coming. It ain't here. I, don't, I know it's coming, right? I get out yeah. there, pick all my plants up, get them all under my porch, put my boards over my windows. I get prepared, and I'm like, all right, there's yeah. nothing else I can do. I've done everything mm-hmm. that I can do. But the guys who don't do that, they got shit flying around their yard, busted windows because they didn't prepare. You know, and they That's come right. out of it battered. You know, that's exactly so. right. That's exactly right. Well, look, you know? man, I'll, go ahead. Keep going. You, I was just going to say, uh, I don't forget who, I think it was James that made the comment, but he's spot on. What's the economy doing? Okay. Inflation rates is out the ceiling. You know, interest rates are still high. We're seeing a little bit of drop in it. You know, I, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. This is a huge housing market. Okay. I got thousands and thousands of houses around me. They're selling every day. Okay. They can't keep up with the inventory. So now does the fence business follow that? Absolutely. Now, when I see that inventory slowing down from a builder like DR Horton or one of these other major, you know, international, excuse me, national companies, then I'm going to say, whoa, something's going on. And they probably got some analysts that's telling them, you know, pull back, pull back. So yeah, you got to listen to this. You got to watch this. You got to know what's going on. But don't be scared. Just position yourself to run your business profitably. Yeah. I've got a huge DSLD or DR Horton, I don't know which one it is, subdivision near my house. And mm-hmm. they've got a phase that has streets in it, all the uh, all the um, utilities and everything's in it, all the yep. underground, you know, plumb pipes sticking up out the ground for, for all the sewer, and it's dead. They're not doing anything yep. with it. Yep. It's just something's happened to make them pull those reins back. But I take you to hundred acre lots here that they're just, they're, they're building them like, you know, uh, dominoes. Yeah. So something, you know, it's all about the inventory, the influx of people and those type things going on. Uh, so yeah, you got to know what's going on if you're going to run a business. And then that's, that's why we're moving West, man. You know, yeah. I feel like the yeah. Beverly Hillbillies, you know, <laughs> I mean, we're we're moving west. So, yeah. look, switch gears, yeah. man. Sure. AFA. They uh, <laughs> they called you up and they said, "Hey, man, we need you back." Oh, uh, Brad Howard, what a guy! Yeah, by the way. man, I got to hang yeah. out with him in uh, Monkey Island. Yeah, hell of a guy. He's gonna be our next president. I'm like, this dude he is, is he out is of control. Yeah. Oh, he is. He man, he, yeah. he we had to best time we sat out by the fire we hung out yeah. got to know him yeah. played uh shuffleboard in uh in the anchor ball bar um yeah hell of a time man hell of a guy yeah and guy. i think his vision that he has is really a really good vision and by him bringing you in 
to restructure or do something different with the uh, the fence installation school and the on the road trainings. I think are tremendous because, in my personal opinion, we need someone out there that's building fence to ASTM standards and getting this stiff stuff done right and teaching everybody the proper way to do things. And yeah. I like how it's tied in with the AFA, and mm-hmm. I like how um, how it's being taught by a guy that's been doing fencing for how long. <laughs> right, and not yeah. only not only have you built fence before, but you've done gate operators and you've owned a gate operator uh, distributor, right? Distributions, mm-hmm. you know, you've been in all facets of the business, and yeah. I think that's a big deal, man. And I really, really like that. Well, I mean, Dan, you know, I mean, I, I bleed red, you know, uh, AFA red when it comes to fence associations, uh, you know, but. At the end of the day, um, you know, I haven't veered very far. Um, you know, I was there to support Michael and anything that he needed as the new executive director. I was there to support the board or anything that they may need. Uh, you know, there's good quality people there, and there's a lot of positive things happening with the American Fence Association. Uh, this past year, Brad came to me and he says, you know, it's my year next year. I said, yeah, I kind of know how the line, how everything's lining up. He says, well, he said, would you be interested in coming back and chairing the fence installation school and the on the road training that we need to kind of kind of revamp i said ah let me let me consider that you know and then because uh, you know like so many you know a little prayerful time a little thoughtful time speaking with the wife about it making a decision okay yeah i'll help okay let's step back in and do this um it wasn't because of anybody was doing anything wrong it wasn't because you know uh, we had failure it was just we need a little bit of a change we need a little bit of a twist we need a little more momentum Okay, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of powerful uh, and impactful training sessions back when Brad and I was doing it together as co-chairs for the fence installation schools that was held in Arlington. Uh, We just had a lot of fun. I mean, you know, we we were putting, you know, 50, 60, 70 people through those schools. And I think that's what, uh, you know, uh, Brad is hoping that we're going to be able to do. I've already set my goal. I've already told him what my goal is. At a minimum, you know, I want to see 50 folks at the uh, Fence Installation School in Tulsa this year on the roads. You know, uh, I'm going to work my tail off to make sure we get, you know, 25 or 30 at a minimum. You know, uh, the first on the road Brad and I ever did, we had to shut registration down up in Pacific Northwest because we couldn't find enough instructors. I mean, we had like 60 people. And all of a sudden, you know, we're teaching 10 or 15 people in a, in a, in a group. And I mean, that's that's difficult, right? So um, I think there's going to be a lot of positive things happening. And, of course, you know, I'm pretty upbeat and outspoken. And, you know, I'm social media focused and I'll keep the message out there. And I believe we're really going to make a huge impact this year with the training that AFA's, uh, you know, turning out. So I'm excited to be part of it. I'm glad they asked me to be it, be part of it. I'm excited. Yeah, man. I think you're going to bring a lot to the table for that. You've been there. You've done that. You've done it before. Um Ken Throckmorton, he was uh, mm-hmm. he did an on the road here in Baton Rouge that mm-hmm. Fence King went and helped with. Ja- uh, Cannon with Jackson Fence drove down and helped with it. Yeah. We had a great time doing it, learning new things. Um, I'm excited. I- I've never been to one that you've done, so I'm excited yeah. to see how you do things. You know. Well, it's it's going to be a little bit of a shift this upcoming year. Just kind of a little bit of groundwork for everybody to understand um, the um, the. PowerPoints that we have typically trained on for about an hour and a half to two hours every morning, we're going to make that a prerequisite. 
Okay, so now just go to go to the go to the website, visit these PowerPoints, look at them at your own. But hopefully, you're going to take that information and show up. But now, we're in the field every morning with every team. Okay, and typically, the past, even back when I was executive director and, and running these things, we preset a lot of the post. I'm going to take a whole different attitude with that this upcoming year or this year. Uh, we're actually going to be digging holes, setting posts with saying. Uh, sand or sacrate and we're also going to be driving this new no dig you know um, uh, phenomenon that everybody's so hyped up on you know we're going to take that to every discipline and we're going to show how those no dig processes are being done throughout the country you know there's best practices that are being up being done up in the northwest that's, that's different than the northeast there's some best practices down in florida that's being done differently than in texas but we know what they are we've got the right instructors coming in to help us and we got some really, really unique tools uh, and introductory to tools that's going to show up this year at uh, Tulsa and even on our road, on the roads, uh, that people are going to say, wow, I didn't know that that was something that could help me enhance my operation. So we're excited about that, too. Man, I, I love how we've got access to tools like we've never had before. <laughs> you know, um, I remember, geez, 10 years ago, it was almost impossible to find a pull jack. Yeah. I mean, I had an old fence guy that quit fencing and went into the supply house. He brought me his old pull jack. He's like, man, I don't even know where to buy these anymore. I'm going to give this to you. You need this tool. Yeah. I was like, all right. And I was like, this is amazing. I need, I need a couple yeah. more of these. But yeah. I couldn't find them. Didn't know mm -hmm. how to find them. And then people like Mark Olson with SWI, mm -hmm. FenceSupply.com, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Joe Everest has got OZFence.store yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're selling these pull jacks. Now I got four or five of those things at the yard, you know? The, avail the availability of tools, especially some of the um, innovation of tools that's been introduced to our industry over the last few years has been really powerful, and I think that they help – a lot of folks be a little more efficient, but uh, don't forget where we come from. What got us to those points? You know, yeah. that's what we. That's what 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 I like I, to harp on. You know, man, like <laughs> you know, Sean has got the that straightaway. Now yeah. you can easily make one. And yeah. guess what, Tony? If I was on the truck every day, okay, and I was building a fence, I would not buy one because right. I'm the owner. I know that I'm going to grab the right one that I handmade and put it up there. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when you got guys and you run in two and three trucks, and I'm in the office, and those guys on the mm -hmm. trucks, they don't run those trucks like it's their business. You know, and yeah. if you find a guy that does, you better hold on that son of a bitch and pay him some damn good money because <laughs> you don't want him to go nowhere. Bingo. But, uh, so, so anyway, I can't trust them to get the right one mm -hmm. or right. make it properly. Right. You know? You're going to invest in the tools to help them do a better job. Exactly. You, said you, you hit the nail on the head. They're not the owner. They're not going to make a decision like you would make it. So you got to help them make that decision by providing them the right right uh, tools and technology and stuff that will help them be more efficient. Exactly. So you know what? we got two straightaways on every single truck, and the guys yeah. never do it wrong. No problem. Yeah. Never yeah. do it wrong. Straight away. We got the Straight buddy away. picket thing. Yeah. It's right every single time. <laughs> you know, yeah. and we didn't have that, man. You know how long it took me to teach somebody to nail up pickets on a, with a string line? Man, that's a, it's an well, art. 
think think about where that evolved from okay it started out with a string right i mean that's kind of where our forefathers were and then all of a sudden we started building these wood jigs with two befores or little, little brackets on the side that we could slide down the post and now we've got you know metal straightaways aluminum components a lot of a lot of uh, business owners have welding shops that fabricate their own you know they've got adjustable jigs that they can make this thing for a four inch reveal five six inch five and a half whatever you want you know There's a lot of the innovation that goes in our industry that helps these people do a job, you know, a little bit better. Because the first time I saw a, what I call a bump board, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? I mean, I absolutely <laughs> was blown away. Like, man, this, well, what if I'd had that back when I was on the truck, you know? Uh, so, yeah, it's evolved. And yeah, it, it has. To evolve. Yeah. So, ASAU, Fence mm-hmm. Installation School, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 2024. Yep. When is that going to be? What month is that in? Is that going to be the same uh, time? Uh, yeah, it, of, uh, Halloween. It, it, yeah, it'll be uh, late October, first of November. I, I'm I'm not sure the dates exactly yet, but it's probably going to be either the first or second week in November, maybe a few days in October. Uh, we got a matter of fact. Brad and I uh, are going to go up uh, this month, matter of fact, and visit the site. Uh, see our good friend. Uh, Ben and uh, visit the Ameristar campus and uh, because we used to do all the core fence installation school uh, Training there and I think that's another reason that Brad said hey Tony you've been there you've done it You know, you know what the what the thing looks like. Why don't you come back in? Uh, Because uh, they basically offer us everything behind the fence. Okay back here in this huge pasture uh, large area and um we got to go see what we got to work with now, and um, I think we're going to be uh, well positioned to have a very, very successful uh, fence installation school, 2024. Yeah. So, from my understanding, there's a lot more room than what you've been oh, ha- dealing with in Arlington. You're going to be oh, yeah. a little more spaced out, not so cramped. Not that yep. you are real cramped there, but once you get to this Tulsa spot, you're going to be like, oh, we were cramped. Yeah. You didn't realize it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we made do with what we had to do with. Right. right. I mean, you know, and I think that everybody was really. But, yeah, we're we're going to one of my goals is to bring to every discipline pretty much anything and every, everything that, uh, you know, fence companies are building out there now. Different types, different styles, using different products, using different techniques. Uh, that's my goal as chair. Uh, working with the instructors to make sure that, you know what, if you don't know how to build that fence that's built out to Pacific Northwest, I'm going to bring somebody from Pacific Northwest to teach that type fence. And the reason I feel like that's important is if Dan decided he wanted to move to Washington or Oregon or to Florida, we need to know how they're doing things there, and you're just going to be that quicker at, at catching on as an installer. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to cross, cross train pretty much every style fence across the country uh, at this uh university this year are you coming down to uh southeast louisiana you know we've got uh i think we've got one in uh, uh southern california i think we've got one in um up in the northeast and it seems like there was one other that they'd already committed to they've just given me the, the 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 regions the territories and i'm i'm working in my dates to where i can help help make it happen um, but I know that we're going to do one up in the Northeast. I know that we're going to do one in Southern California, and then we'll have the one in Tulsa. So I know those three are firm. And then if uh, you know we have the interest, well, there's there's possibility we'll pull pull some more in other areas. So uh, my buddy Matt Charcoal is in the comments. Uh, he's uh, I think he's AFA. <laughs> I can't say his last name. It's Char- 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 Charadonna, I think Charadonna. So. Um, 
I think he's the AFA president this year of his chapter, or maybe he's the vice president. I don't know. But anyway, um, I'm going up there to see him in Mystic, Connecticut in the uh, first week of March where they do that little mini fence tech up there. Yeah, and, it's called uh, the Northeast, Northeast Chapter uh, event um, at Mystic this year. Matter of fact, I'll be there too, Dan, so we'll get to visit. But yeah, uh, they've got me doing a couple of different training sessions, and uh, we'll be there to shake hands and you know sell a few books and uh, visit with folks. So Matt, Matt said, so the Northeast will be able to teach our wood install technique. So that's what it sounds that's like, right. Matt. Yep. You know, Matt, um, he came down to Dallas this year. And helped mm-hmm. with the vinyl install. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need to get Matt to f- show us how they build fence up there, man. It's unique. Uh, you know, I was talking to my consult this week in Boston. You know, they build wood fence different than the Pacific Northwest, and both of them build fence different than we do down south. And it's, yeah, I love seeing these different, you know, ways and techniques, and it's just what you get used to or what you – what the customers are demanding, the market's demanding, and that's what you jump on and, and, you, and you get better at it. So that's yeah. perfect. I mean, every region's different. We drive our yeah. uh, postmasters 42 inches deep, but then you head over to uh, Chris Steele over in Pensacola. He's got to drive them 54 inches deep because yeah, of the exactly. soil. Exactly. You know? And exactly. Um, I yeah. guess up there where uh, where Matt Charcoal's at up in the northeast, <laughs> you know, I don't know how deep Matt, they go. Matt, Matt's going to beat you over the head with something. <laughs> Who knows I call him that. But, uh, That's true. That's but, true. you know, those guys up there, they dig they dig a six-inch hole and hit rock, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and every truck has got a, got a breaker on it, a concrete yeah. breaker on it. Oh, you have to. You have to in that market. You know? Yeah. So, matter of fact, yeah. U.S. Hammer is going to be at that show for uh, with uh, – where Matt's at up at Mystic. Oh, good. And they're going to be bringing some of their breakers because of uh, because of the, all the rock and the shale and, yeah. and stuff that they have to do. You know, uh, that U.S. Hammer has really taken um, a large market share over the last year. I've been watching it and uh, listening to a lot of people have a lot of very positive feedback on it. And uh, it's, it's making some, you know, positive, uh, positive impact in the industry. Uh, just, you know, properly, properly learn how to use it, and you'll be in good shape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, uh, Fred Aluminum's in the uh, comments. Great show, guys. We got to drive up 18 inches. We got to drive up 18 inches in Nevada with heavy equipment. So wow. just to drive 18 inches in Nevada, they need heavy equipment, you know. I, you know, I, I think of Nevada, and I'm thinking sand, right? But uh, it's probably shale and rock and other things below yeah. that that's, uh, you know, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Brett Richardson with Fence Track, my good yes, friend Brett. Yes, Love that guy to death. He said, hey, guys, can't wait to see Fence, Fence Fam next week. Um, guys, if you want one of the new uh, – I don't even know where my license plate's at, bro. Look at this. Back here hiding on me. <laughs> this is a 2022, 20, yeah, 2023 sign. My bad. 2024 uh-huh. signs black. You saw the new ones in Vegas. We put them, uh-huh. we brought them out. Then we stashed them back away in the vault, and we're going to bring them back out for Fence Tech. Thank you, Brett, with Fence Track for uh, sponsoring those, and J.C. Gurry also. Um, yeah. The, uh, love those guys over there. So, but uh, yeah, man. So I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I want to talk to you, man. We need to do something together, Tony. I want I want to get connected with you. Um, I want to get connected with Robert Whitaker. I'm going to be interviewing him uh, next week. 
Yeah. And uh, hopefully, Rob, Robert's doing a Robert. I'm gonna tell you, you know, Robert and I are, are good friends, and you know, only met him a few years ago. Uh, but you know, we hit it off well. We we like minded, and uh, uh, Robert and I have had uh, lunch. And we continue to talk. Of course, I've left him alone the last couple of weeks. He's got that new baby at home, so yeah. I've, I've let him be daddy, let him be poppy. But um, uh, he and I are talking about collaborating on something for our fencing industry, for our fencing professionals. You know, I think he brings a very unique, uh, you know, coaching uh, perspective to our industry. He's got a handful of folks that he's working with that uh, are seeing some very positive, you know, uh, impacts in what he's doing. And uh, I think us working together, man, may may be a may be a, a windstorm of a of a fun time. <laughs> man, you know, we're what? gonna see anyway. <laughs> I need to get with you and him. I've got. A, I think I got one spot left to do an interview on the AFA's stage. And uh, I think maybe what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring you and I'm gonna bring Robert in, and all three of us get together, and let's 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 talk coaching, let's talk consulting, let's sure. talk growing your business, and. And uh, let's talk culture and numbers and, and all that good stuff, man. I think it'll be a great time. I think we can do it all. We've been there and done that, all three of us. So, yeah, yeah I'd be happy to. Yeah. Well, look, man, it was great having you on, Tony. It is always a pleasure talking with you and seeing you whenever we travel. Uh, man, I, you know, we've been in Utah together. Remember, we did That's Drive right. Nimbus. That was a couple that years was, ago. You know, that was my first traveling uh, visit. To anywhere as when I started my consulting company, if you remember that, I had just retired. It was like within the first week or two, and you said, "Hey, you need to be here." And man, I got on a plane, and out there we went. Right, <laughs> um, and 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 what a great relationship, you know, that uh, we've developed with uh, Job Nimbus and their team of people over the years. Uh, they support what Thornton Fence Consulting Group is doing, and uh, they're going to be a sponsor again this year. So we're really excited about that. Nice. So uh, yeah, good stuff. All right, man. Well, look, it was great talking to you guys. Hey, look, I'm going to reveal this new shirt. I'm revealing it. Uh, what am I revealing this shirt, man? I think I'm going to reveal it this weekend. You guys are going to be impressed. Man, <laughs> I, I sent you a picture of it. You like it, huh? I like it. I like the sh – sh can I say the second one instead of the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I like, like, the I, like the, I like the shadowed one. Okay. <laughs> you like the grayscale. Yeah. Yeah, um, I like a grayscale. That's the right term? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you like the grayscale. Hey, man, Benji over at Clever Fox, that guy, he teaches me all this stuff. I don't know no, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, man. I hate <laughs> well, I look, hate Tony, you. it was great seeing you. Guys, I appreciate y'all watching the show, supporting it. We had a great year last year. We're on season six. I'm excited about uh, season six. And uh, we'll see you at Fence Tech. Y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.